Welcome. To Arcade Audio. episode of Married with Movies. I am one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. Sitting next to me on the couch is your other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. Dishes are done, dude. Legit the dishes are done, because you just did them. The dishwasher does need to be emptied, though. Uh, well, there's more dishes that need to be done, because I cooked dinner. I feel like we're in a perpetual state of dishes being done. So me saying that, as a reference to today's podcast is going to bring up a sore subject in that there's always fucking need to be done, dude. Dishes and clothes always need to be washed. Like, I feel like we never finish doing dishes. We never finish doing laundry. It's it's never ending. It's not like we eat a lot, and it's not like we wear a lot of clothes. You wear a lot of clothes. I do not. You wear a lot of clothes. I wear my work clothes, and I come home and I change into... A shirt and shorts, and then I wake up and I do it all over again. Sometimes you wear three outfits in a day. I do not. Yesterday you did. No, I did not. Well, yesterday was different. We went to a fucking splash park. I was soaking wet because I was running my child through fountains of water. I feel like different. I feel like when we were in college, you wore like three outfits a day as well. I was the disgusting monster back then. Who knows what I was doing? What's changed? I'm a father now. <laughs> if I'm changing clothes, because my kid has done something to him. But um, in terms of the dishes, we could use paper plates more. I feel like we've had an easy weekend of dishes. Sure. Yeah, let's start yeah. using paper plates. Yeah, that's a good idea. You should throw them away. Those cost money, though. You I know, and time. then we have to take the garbage out more often. It's always something. Always man. something. It's always something. Happy Labor Day, because um, we're, we're always laboring. This. We're laboring, yeah. It's when we're recording this. It's September third. It is. Yep, September third. Happy birthday, Rich Camelucci, Rip Camelucci, Pasta Malone, whatever you want to call him. Um, yeah, welcome to the show. If you're new, we randomly talk. Uh, we randomly talk. Yeah, <laughs> yep, we that's talk it. about we a randomly, randomly uh, selected. Or nominated movie every single week. We also talk about our lives. We yawn a lot on this podcast because we're parents. We have a... Two minutes. <laughs> nearly two-year-old daughter. And we uh, we can't catch a break. Although, to be fair to Jillian, this is going to really make us look terrible. To be fair to Jillian, the last three days, she has slept like 12 plus hours at night. And we still are fucking exhausted. But like... She, we, she woke up at like 9 o'clock this morning, yeah, which was amazing. It was so nice on our and day like, off. And you went up and got her, 
and like brought her in the bed for a couple minutes and like I'm laying there I'm like I'm so fucking tired <laughs> and like we try to go to bed at normal Four, time like we went to bed like at 11.30 last yeah, night yeah, 12 yeah. o'clock so I got like 9 hours of sleep you know the last time I got 9 hours of sleep was when I was fucking 9 <laughs> that's, that's the last time I probably got 9 hours of sleep and I'm just still like it's so it's like such residuals I know like like we're trying to charge our batteries, but they're so far gone that, like, plugging it into the charger, it's like, it's not doing shit. The Energizer Bunny could be doing me up the ass right now, and I still <laughs> would be exhausted. Because he just, he just keeps going and going. Uh, even even in the butt. <laughs> I'm glad you cleared that up for, for me and for all of our listeners yeah. out there. Thank you. Uh, so, yeah, it's been, a, it's been a good weekend. Jillian's been very good. We, like I said, we took her to Splash Park yesterday to let her have some fun. Um... Shopping, had some friends over, I made some uh, some wings. Um, yeah, it was a good overall week. We, we got some new uh, toy organizers. We got some stuff done around the house. Eventful. Good, good solid week end here at, uh, at the, the Married Movies facilities. I don't know what that means. We're on our couch, man. This is our house. <laughs> this okay, is our facility. It's our home. It's our abode. A couple things up front. Um, before we launch into talking about the movie. Of course, uh, from when you're hearing this, we are, holy shit, like two weeks away from Podslam. Oh, man. Uh, a podcast marathon benefiting Connor's Cure, the IO Theater, Chicago, Illinois, September 22nd, starting at 12 Central. Going to be going on for at least 12 hours. Go to arcadeaudio.net slash Podslam for the roster of shows. Also, the donation link, please, 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 ahead of the event, go ahead, get your donations in for the show, um, we like to get a good solid bank of donations in before. I like to get a good solid bank of donations in before the day of the event, so that way the the money when it's coming in is just you know icing on the cake. Um, if you're not supporting the podcast on Patreon already, Patreon.com/slash/ArcadeAudio uh, for five dollars a month to get great bonus content immediately after today's uh, podcast. We're going to be recording the results for the 2015 Mullet Awards, our annual uh, award show that we started this year, but we've retroactively gone back and nominated and completed awards for. We're also going to be recording the nominations for the final year retroactively, the 2014 awards. Man, what a shit show those are going to be, because I don't remember what we did for breakfast this morning. Yeah, and And, it's like half of the movies, so it's hard. But it's going to be fun to listen to us try to like... Recall Recall things and talk about them. Especially because we watched this movie, what, four days ago? And, uh, I mean, this movie's an exception, though. Uh, Normally, when we have a lot of distance... Yeah, it's hard to... Between, it's hard for us to recollect We don't write notes. Like, we don't do... Not really. We should... I try to, for, like, best scene, worst scene, things like that. Oh, for that... I meant, like, as as we're watching the movie, so we can talk about it after the fact. I know. Probably be beneficial, but we don't. Um, Finally... As you know, if you've listened to the show for any length of time, when we watch a movie we haven't, uh, when we watch a movie that's out in theaters or, you know, is not available for us to own yet, we talk about it here. It's few and far between nowadays because, you know, we have a child and we don't get out to the movies. We watched Ready Player One. We did. We started watching it several weeks ago and our means weren't working, our streaming service. So, finally worked, and we watched it. Heard a lot of conflicting things about I it. Friend I think of the show. She was on the show, Tatiana, talking about how she like actually walked out of the movie. I have friends I know that have read the book and hated the book. Um, 
I know people who absolutely loved the, the movie, you know. Uh, so we finally watched it, and I enjoyed it. I liked it. I thought it was good. I, I don't have any other, like, passionate like, I'm hatred not... or passionate backflip yes. love over it. it I was thought fine. it was good. I read the book, and I really enjoyed the book. And I, and I watched the movie. I liked the movie. I read the book when this movie first came out in theaters, so I don't remember any of it, like, at all. Um, or when this movie was coming out, I think. I read it for a book club with Tatiana, and I, uh, I, I enjoyed the book. I liked the movie. It was fine. It was enjoyable for me. Yeah, good to see Spielberg I, I have it. some fun. Yeah, it all was the, fun. All it the was fun for me. The Easter eggs and um, references and whatnot was right up my right up my alley. You know, you I'd like to. Wa- I, I would watch it again so I can pick up more of it. You know, it it was it was enjoyable. So we'll own it one day for, and, and do it on the podcast. I'm sure we will. Yeah, I'm sure we will. We'll invite Tatiana. Yeah, we'll we'll chain her to the couch so she can actually finish watching it. Give it a fair shake. Um, yeah. That's all the that's, that's all the marriage stuff. Let's get into the movie part of the day. Okay. This is our nominated podcast from Samantha. It is Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. It's Home Alone times five, says Jeff Craig, 60-second preview. Now, that's not fair for this movie. What the fuck is 60-second preview? It's a review to put on the, the I, front of the box. No rules, no curfews, no nagging, no pulse. Don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. Don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. It's a summer full of unexpected fun and foul play when mom takes a trip to Australia, leaving Sue Ellen, Christina Applegate, married with children, and the kids behind. What they didn't expect was the babysitter mom left to take care of them, an elderly tyrant who's ready to make their lives miserable until she keels over dead on the first night. Now the kids figure they can have the summer of their dreams, only they don't have any money for the basics, like movies, dates, and pizza. It's up to Sue Ellen to find a job, but to make it in the adult world, she has to fake it, from the top of her resume to the tip of her nail polish. If she succeeds, Sue Ellen and the kids are going to have a summer they'll never forget, so long as they don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. And that was zero fuck-ups. It was close on the word uh, basics. It sounded like you said basists. No, it didn't. I said basics. Uh, (laughs) You just fucked it up right then. I said basics. That's how you say basics. It just still sounds weird. I want to point out um, the director of the movie's name is Stephen Herrick. Man, does he have a resume. Uh, we've talked about him before because he, he directed the film The Chaperone. Oh, really? Yeah, which we watched about a year ago, if I'm not oh, mistaken. Oh, wow. He also has directed uh, recently a, bu- a bunch of crap. Man of the House, which was like that Tommy Lee Jones fucking sorority movie. Mm-hmm. Life or Something Like It, which I had to see. No, I'm thinking of a different movie. That's the Angelina Jolie movie. What was the other one? Life as We Know It. The Catherine Heigl, Josh Jamel, uh, the Adopt Kids movie. I lost a bet and had to go see that. The, um, who'd you see that with? With by your my, parents? No, by myself. Because oh. it was the pod sort of thing. He also directed uh, the live action 101 Dalmatians, Holy Man, fucking Mr. Holland's Opus, the live action Three Musketeers, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, and the first Mighty Ducks movie. This guy's got a career. This guy's got a career. He's also the director and producer of the current MacGyver television show. He's mm. directed for Hawaii Five-0, uh, all kinds of stuff. But anyway. What's his name? Stephen Herrick. 
This, keep, get, keep getting them trapped, Stephen keep Howard. Them, man. This movie is quintessential 90s. The 90s were amazing. Cheese. I'm so glad that we grew up in the 90s. I'm it's, so glad. This movie is the complete antithesis of Man of Steel. Yes, it is. It is. I adore this movie. I adore everything about this movie. This movie is so quotable. Like uh, you heard at the top of the podcast when Mullet quoted, the dishes are done, man. I mean, just everything about it. Like the whole situation. I mean, everything. It's It's just just incredible. I've had to say this on multiple occasions, you know, when I I talk about things from my childhood or or certain films. Mm Mm-hmm. This movie isn't necessarily good. No. Not at all. But it's amazing. But it's it's something that, like, I just watched so much as a child. Well, I probably really shouldn't have. Um, and, like, not understanding anything until, like, now. Like, rewatching. You know what I mean? Like, it's just so, like, dumb... N- Fun, which was just the nineties. The nineties were just dumb fun. Yeah, it, you didn't. You don't have to think about it. You just put it on. You laugh. You know, you feel for them with all the kids, and they all have all like the different personalities. And I just really enjoy this movie. I, I, it's hard for me to say negative things about this movie. Oh, there's plenty of negative things to say about it. And there's so much like, uh, even as we were watching it, like, like yeah, we were we were talking about calling shit out, and you know, yeah. like because it's just so like ridiculous. But, yeah, like, I could watch this movie all day long. All day, every day. it's Mm -hmm. just mindless comedy fun Mm -hmm. that, yeah, it's just, it's the epitome of its era. You know, how many, like, we we just did, like, two, three weeks ago, Rookie of the Year, you know? Like, these movies were just perfect for us little shitheads when we were, you know, children. And now we still appreciate them when we're adults, even though we're smart enough to not. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, it's just, yeah, it's just got, like, it's so much, like, it's just chocked full of, like you said, like, these, like, relatable, like, kids and characters and different personalities. And, like, all these other, like, adult characters are just, like... Are so off the wall. So many like- antagonistic characters to our, like, central, to Christina Applegate, like, our main protagonist. But then you have, like, such random, like, throwaway stuff, too. Like, mm-hmm. like why did drag queens have to be the ones to steal their car? Why not? <laughs> like, it was just like so, why not? It was so random. Like, why are there, why is there Liza Minnelli and, uh, fucking Mary Monroe drag queens stealing the car? Why did the, like, the funeral home guys have to be so, like, all of a sudden emotionally attached to this dead lady. Oh, because they gave him, because she had all this money on her. Why? And we try to figure that out, too. They never disclose the amount of money, and we try to figure out how much money she would have left to them. Cause, so we try to figure it out, right? Like, groceries for how long was she supposed to be gone? She was gone, like, two months. Two months. 
groceries for two months for a family of five. Yeah. In the 90s, but still. Well, even because, like, when they're at, like, Chuck E. Cheese, shout out to the creepy-ass Chuck E. Cheese in the creepy background. Creepy Chuck E. Cheese. Um, and Christine Applegate's like, I'm making, like, 37 grand a year. I'm like, motherfucker, like, when I made 37 grand a year, like, five years ago, I was still happy. $37,000 starting salary in 1991's, like, 70 grand now, I yeah, think. Like, it's yeah. insane. Um, so, yeah, so it was probably, you know. Probably, probably a good 10 grand. Also got to love uh, the innocence of a 17-year-old that just graduated from high school uh, getting, like, a $1,000 paycheck and, like, clearing $700 because of taxes. Just not understanding how do you graduate fucking high school without the concept of taxes. They don't teach about taxes in high school. I knew, well, I also had a job when I was 15 years well, old. Well, yeah, so someone I... who's ever had a job and stuff, they don't teach about that kind of thing in high school, which is a travesty. I really do want to have a petition. They really should teach financial education in high school. There should be a being an adult class. Where there it's should like, be. Here's how to how, balance a checkbook. Here's how to write a check. Write a here's check. Here's how to fucking like... Do your taxes. Boil water. Yeah. Like Make here's, scrambled eggs. Yeah. yeah. like Do your laundry. Like all that stuff. But financial literacy in this country is really troubling when you have some people who are the same age as us come into the bank and they don't know the first thing heads or tails about mm-hmm. credit or what impacts their credit or how they stop getting overdraft fees, or whatever the case is, it's really troublesome, and it's something that I'm actually really passionate about. If you know any good programs out there that I can dedicate some time to, or lend some expertise to, I would love to uh, get in touch with our youth. Um, Yeah, I mean, there, it's... I always remember, like, the second half of the movie more, like, the actual crux of the movie, like, the babysitter being dead, it's, like, the first, like, it goes so fast, like, it's the first ten minutes of the fucking movie, this, like, sweet little old lady, which is not a sweet little old lady, she's a fucking Dolores Umbridge-level bitch. Oh, yeah, she is. Um, cock, Harry Potter cock-blocking and kicking the dog and, you know, doing mm. whatever, um... It's just gone, and, like, the next, like, hour and a half is just this, like, weird, like, fish-out-of-water uh, teen comedy about, like, fashion? But not really, but then it's still about, like, keeping the ruse up, and it's just, it's it's so, like, not intricate, but it is, um, because it is also just, like, a fucking pg-13 teen romp you know like well it's, yeah 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 but it has but it's awesome <laughs> yeah i love this do movie. you have a specific favorite part oh i could go on go go that's what this is well for. i love the whole party scene at the end i think that that's like the big reveal i love like mm-hmm. The montage getting ready for it, and then all the I love good 90s coming. montage. Yeah. Love the good 90s montage. Like all of that. Um, then, like, the reveal of the mom coming home and that fallout and everything. Um, I really like the. Uh, when they're. Um, when the babysitter first dies, and they're all scrambling to f- find their footing. She's working. The corn dog plays. I had that and... those California raisins bed sheets, by the way. Oh, you did. I did. I didn't have the skateboard that they wheeled her out on, oh, um, as they were committing a crime. 
<laughs> it's true, actually. All of these children should be in jail. Well, I mean, like they didn't. I mean, like they didn't kill her. She like Doesn't that matter. natural causes. Doesn't but, matter. Yeah, they they hid. Yeah, the... they obstructed justice. Yeah, I don't know. Tampered That's... with evidence. <laughs> Tampered. There's no evidence. If she just died, did they commit a crime? I mean, they had to. Have, I right? think so. Yeah, they had to. Have. Well, eventually she commits a crime. She commits money laundering. Um. Oh no, embezzlement. Sorry, embezzlement. Um, she gave it back. No, she didn't. She just like paid for everything. She just, like, had everybody do everything that made it seem like the money was spent on that. True. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah it's embezzlement. Yeah. <laughs> it's embezzling. Yeah. Um, but it's okay. She was only 17. I like that each kid, like, had a shtick. Yeah. Like, like normally, I mean, it's it, it kind of whizzes along pretty quickly. But, you know, you yeah. have the, the youngest kid just did the TV. You have the tomboy. Um, you have the tomboy. You have the Lothario. Horn dog. Horn dog. We'll get to him later. Oh, yeah. We um, you That's have the, the stoner. You know, and then you have your, your main character. And then even in the office, you had this, the bitch. Oh. You had the oh, pervert. We'll you had the fucking stupid one. You had the... Who's the stupid one? Fucking David Duchovny. <laughs> uh, we'll get to later as well. Uh, uh, you had, like... like the do-gooder, you know, like, you had, like, the nice boss, like, there's, like, all these... Like, you have, like, all, like, the... Like, the tropes, like, the mm-hmm. stereotypical, like... Personalities and stuff. And they all just, like, they all just fucking work. I love... I love, like, all, like, the clown dog stuff. I don't know why. Uh, was the boss's name Mr. Egg? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I don't know why. Uh, it's just Mr. <laughs> Egg. Mr. Egg, like the bad guy. I mean, let's Dr. be fair. Egg, you know. I mean, let's be fair. Like, Sonic the Hedgehog? <laughs> yeah. That guy was just trying his best. Like, that guy wasn't mean. Like, he's just, you know. That guy was probably a pedophile. What about being the manager of a clown dog makes you think that he would be into children in that way? You're right. Um... <laughs> Uh, I love the Toys R Us scene just because oh, it's sad to see a Toys R Us, especially an Rest old one like that. Uh, man, those hoppy balls, whatever the fuck they're called, I can't wait till Jillian can get one. I never where actually own one. Where are we going to buy them? They, they sell them. No, where? Where? They don't sell them I'll anywhere. Get them Toys, Amazon R now. Toys R Us is gone. I'll, I'll get one off Amazon. I'll give a fuck. I always them. wanted one at home, but of course they were fun, so my mom said no. Um, <laughs> I just had to resort to like, you know, like we used to, you played with them in gym class, right? Yeah, we played them in gym class, and I was I had so much fun on them. And I then, played once, and I didn't because I fell off. Of course, you did. Um, but then it's all right. So there, there's a lot of there's a lot of ins and outs with this movie. Let's start from the beginning. Sure. First of all, what kind of fucked up parenting is this? On who, so many different levels. Who the fuck are you? You're going to leave all your kids... One, you have five kids. Presumably all from the same father. Right? Presumably they're all full siblings. They're not half siblings. Yeah. Because they're, yeah, they're all saying, like, oh, dad, they all have, like, the same dad. Because dad left. Dad doesn't care. I think she had, like, one... I think she had, like, Christine Applegate when she was, like, 18 or 19. Based on, like, how old she says she is at the beginning. Yeah. So, there's that, too. I mean, not there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah, no, 37, she said. So she was 20, I think. Yeah, it uh, checks out. That woman's not 37 years old. Move on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but she's, she's a bad mother on multiple levels. Number one, just her the way her children are acting. Right. She lets them run wild. Jillian. Ooh, ooh. You, have a, you, have a couch, you have a couch potato with a dumbass haircut. You have... Uh, Kids who are stealing have a, money from you. Yeah, you have a pansy boy stealing money out of her purse. 
um, with a stupid ass haircut. <laughs> you have a tomboy who just came bothered to like be nice to you at all. Decent haircut. Um, <laughs> you have uh, fucking Beavis and Butthead fused together. Um, who has friends with the name of like Mudhole and like Lizard Dick. Hellhound and Lizard. Sorry, but I'm just going to keep making up uh, Kenny friend names as the podcast goes on. And also, then your daughter, who's just smoking a cigarette out on the front lawn. Like, she's like... So I started smoking around my mother when I was like 19, 20 years old. When it was legal for you to buy cigarettes. I was an adult. Yeah, I was an adult. You were no longer living at home. I was no longer living at home. I didn't start until I was already in college. Fine. She's 17. She... In the 90s, what was the legal age to buy cigarettes? Well, still, I think it was still 17. 18. You can't buy cigarettes when you're 17. Oh, 18. Sorry, 18, 18, 18. Yeah, you're right. 18. Um, yeah, so 18. she. So where's she getting these from? The mother, probably. I mean, she could have been 18. Did she no, say, she said she was 17. 17. They said okay. she was a minor. They said it several times you're throughout right. the movie. You're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, yeah, I know. Don't test me on my. Don't right. on the babysitter's dead trivia. On that same token, you're going to get a babysitter when you have two. Teenage. Two. One person who was already graduated high school. Another one who I think should have already graduated high school. I think so. Um, Although, no. He would have been a senior. No, because he said he's actually going to try to finish up. Right. So I don't know if he's like, getting held back. He, I mean, let's be fair. Everybody Seven, in this movie is like six years oldest. older than what they're supposed she's to be. She's the oldest, isn't so, she? I don't know. Maybe he's just like skating by on D's. I, I think Are it actually they, said like, yeah. oh, we got all D's. That's Are an improvement. Twins? No, they're not twins. Although they do have that weird twin bond where it's like, at any moment, they're like, are they going to kiss? <laughs> That's weird. Like they, they're getting in a, like, did you not feel I've ever no. felt that? No. They get in like two, like, like, fucking couple arguments. We're like, we never take me out anymore. Well, I think that that was the point of this. I think that was the whole point because now they're the parents. Yeah, but it didn't That's come off. That tongue and cheek came off like... Why don't we just fuck already? No, like, I that's think that you how wrong. I felt. That's how I felt it, at least. Uh, well, I don't. I've never had siblings before. All right, so all right, so let me throw this out. Let me throw this out as a question to you. Uh huh. So, Jillian, seventeen years old. Okay. And we are gonna go on vacation for two weeks. Two weeks. Two months. Two Even weeks. two weeks. Just two, two weeks. weeks. We're leaving her alone. No. Come on. No, for she's real. Going- for real, she's going to go stay with one of our parents. Why? Because she's only going to be 17. Okay, fine. Fine. So if she's 18, no, we'll it's put, fine? No, no, no. We'll, she's 18, it's, it's fine? We'll put it on the record. We'll put it on the record. If she's 17, you want to leave her home alone? At least then she'll have the baby when she's 18, right? I'm not going to let my daughter stay home alone and get knocked Samantha, up. Samantha, I'm not going to let Mullet. her stay home and get knocked up. Throw a party, destroy all my stuff. Don't you remember watching Mean Girls? I'm not gonna have my African fertility vase under the sink, okay? I wanna rip your nose off of your face. It's so close to my finger right now. But it would take my whole hand to do it anyway. Um, all right. So, Jillian's 17, we're so, going so, on a vacation for two weeks. You're gonna leave her home alone? So, she, when she's 18, it's fine? She's a, legally, she's an adult when she's 18. Okay. As much as I would like for her to still listen to me, technically, by law, she doesn't have to, and I can't do anything about it. Right? Okay. That's the truth, right? Just checking. But in this situation, it's ridiculous to have an elderly woman staying with five children for two months. Especially a, a high school graduate? 
I mean, it depends on how responsible she thinks that they are. I don't, I mean. All right, fair. That level of responsibility, I don't think uh, she could handle. If we had five children, I would not leave them home alone okay. for two months. All right. Two weeks. I'll give you this one. I'll give you this one. No, but you would let Jillian, you would say Jillian could stay home by herself for two weeks when she's 17? Conceivably, possibly. I mean, not if we're going to fucking Australia, no. If we're going to, like, fucking Ohio, the number one kill me because I'm going to Ohio for two weeks, and the number two, somebody would have had to have died. So she should be coming with us. Yeah, but, like, let's see who it was. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, my second point. Um, no, she'll be responsible enough to stay home by herself. I know. Uh, I hope. You better be. The Human Resources Department at GAW. Flawed. <laughs> Very flawed. Like, like she got a paycheck. I mean, like, I, mean, I don't know, like, in 1991, did you not need to provide your social security number? Like, I don't know, was there no, like, uh, like, I-9s? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that stuff does not exist? Like, I don't know. I guess not. Also, there's the concept of, oh, like, it's a movie. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. But, like, the one person who could walk up in this situation and look at your resume, which, of course, is bullshit. Well, I'm only bullshit because it never happened to us. True. I mean, I've been lying on my resume for years. <laughs> and thankfully, nobody calls references anymore. Um, or, like, calls, like, employers to, like, see if they're... I just put places I know aren't even open anymore. Which is great. Like, I got Toys R Us on my resume. I got Toys R Us. I got, like, two banks that, like, aren't around anymore. It's great. Um... Uh, there was, like, two other points I wanted to make. Uh, the hospital would have intervened, uh, <laughs> because, again, like, insurance and, uh, you know, child endangerment and all this kind of stuff, like, there has to have been something. Because he said, like, I was on the roof. Okay, you're on the roof? We're taking you away. I wasn't a parent in the 90s, so I'm not sure. Very true. Like, I feel like a parent in the 90s could, like, uh, hi, my child was playing with this bow and arrow, and now this arrow is sticking out of his head. Can you fix this? Yeah, it's very different. I think it was different. I think a lot of things have changed since then um, that have ne- necessitated a lot more involvement from, like, the Department of Children and Families and insurance companies and things like that. But I figure, like, they would have the insurance card, and I figure... That, like, Sue Ellen can, like, impersonate her mom. Like, she knows her mom's information. Like, I can call places and I can pretend I'm my mom. I know her name, her birthday, her social, her address. Like, I know all of that information. Here's the issue. Uh, you are currently thir- about to be 32 years old. And you still look like you're 17 years old. Whereas Christine Applegate passed as, like, a 32-year-old woman when she was 17. So you guys have, like, the inverse relationship. I'm not going to complain about it. <laughs> you shouldn't. You shouldn't. Um, where's the other real world, uh, situation I had in my mind? Oh, yes. Um, all right. So I never like got the concept, I guess, until just like watching it last night that this company is like, so not like a fashion company. They just do like, like uniforms and like outfits for businesses and schools or whatever. Sure. You know how much money's in that? Oh, there's a ton of, no, I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm saying, you know, I like, I never like wrap my head around it. Mm -hmm. So I never got how ridiculous the fashion show is at the end when these uh, people are parading out in the dumbest uniforms (laughs) in the history of mankind. So what do they show? They show a referee outfit that looks like a dancer on In Living Color. (laughs) 
they show uh, a chef a chef outfit that's like fluorescent green with triangles. They show they show bellhops. a do- a bellhop outfit that looks like uh, I would not let them take my suitcases. I wouldn't let them take a, my a fucking penis as streetwalkers because that's what they were dressed up as. The doctor, excuse me, where's your medical license and the rest of your clothing? I was watching it and I was like, and like, oh, they loved it. Well, these fashion people are in the wrong business. Again, it's so 90s that like, oh, this is the future of uniforms. In fucking Blade Runner. In some like neo-futuristic hellhole, it would be. <laughs> and I thought that the whole point of this show was to, of the fashion show was, to demonstrate, like, the school uniforms, because that's what the protest was. Well, they were just doing... It's supposed to be school uniforms. Well, I think they pivoted away from that because the school, like, the students were rebelling, so they're like, well, Right, just... but they were trying to show what the school uniforms could be. I thought that was the whole premise. God for God help us for whatever the school uniforms are going to be. Man, did you have to wear school uniforms? No, I would never, ever have done that. Like, did your school's mandate it, though, while you were there? No. So mine did. It sucks. Of course. So I was in elementary school. Till fifth grade, and then middle school, sixth, seventh, and eighth, and then high school, ninth to twelfth, right? Uh, f- my fifth grade, my last year, they mandated uniforms. Mm-hmm. So I had to buy all these uniforms for one year. Didn't have a uniform in middle school, I don't think. I think that they made it mandatory when I left. Then in high school, I think they tried to do it, and it didn't go through my senior year or anything. But they tried. Um, I hate the concept of it. Takes away the the originality and the the individuality of everybody. Yeah, but... I get get it. Don't like it. I'm sure we'll have these arguments when Jillian's in school and we're going to have to decide whether or not she's wearing uniforms. I mean, by that point, I'd probably be like, fucking put her in a fucking burlap sack and let her go to school. You know, it's fine. But, um... Was there anything... There was something else I was going to mention. Like, the real world implications behind everything. No, I think that's it. Um, I think to go any further, we got to start getting into performances. Yeah, so we, can we talk really about, do. Like, certain scenes and jokes and whatnot. Um, man, this is there. There's so many people to. There's to so sift much. Through. There's so much in this movie. I mean, let's start with like the main five kids. I guess we well, can I mean, go from there and then jump we'll, off. Well, let's, we'll start with MVP or LVP, and then we'll kind of go from there. I mean, I don't think that you can have this movie without Christina Applegate. I really don't. I think she is the crux of this movie. I think she does a fantastic job of showing her growth over the entire course of the movie. And she's like this like apathetic teenager who wants to go to Europe with all of her friends. But then she becomes like this working woman and, and cares for her family and everything like that. And I, I could not imagine someone else in this role of Sue Ellen. I know and you're right. You're going to argue with me that it's who? I have like three other people who I absolutely love in this movie. Mm. I, I mean, I know ultimately you're right. She's not the flashy pick to me. Like, just because she largely has to play like the straight character for a lot of it. Like, she's not the source of the comedy. I get that the comedy doesn't necessarily mean like it's the most viable thing. Like, she's like the the steady hand that steers the course of the entire mm-hmm. movie. Um, so I know you're ultimately right, but... Um, I really, really, really like Kenny. 
I Keith think Keegan, yeah. I think he's hilarious. Uh, do we talk about? Um, so I don't know if we mentioned this or not, but there was uh, the year, you know, the famous like Oscar, uh, Rob Lowe, Snow White, like dance sing like fiasco that happened at one point it was like this awful 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 performance of the oscars that like like basically like like got everybody fired and like killed rob lowe's career it was really bad Uh on that same award show they had like a like a future of oscars like song and dance number Mm -hmm. that was like equally as bad but rob lowe was that bad that like nobody ever remembers it and it's like such a huge swing and a fucking miss on the who's in it literally like to date, the most like important person in it is fucking Patrick Dempsey. Think about that. Like Holly Robinson, Pete might be number two. Like Corey Feldman's in it. Uh, Keith Coogan is in it. <laughs> it's like of like these are the future stars of Hollywood. And then these don't tell me what the babysitters said. He elicits like the most laughs out of he me does. just just by being like. Like, but I think part of that's also the character. Sure, it's the character, but, but he, he also did a really good job. He does a really good job. He's very endearing. Like, I like his transformation. I think he has good delivery. I, I, I think he's great. I've always thought he was great. Um, so I want to give a shout out to him. Also, love. Uh, we've seen her in a couple things now at this point: Blade Runner and Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Uh, Rose, Joanna Cassidy. Mm-hmm. It's very rare in these movies that you get like just such like a like genuine like nice presence, especially like in a teen comedy like this. Kind of reminds me a lot of like Tina Fey in Mean Girls, in that like mm-hmm. she can just be like supportive and still be funny, um, and like in every moment like when you think like the sh- like the shoes about to drop, um, she's just there supporting. Oh, it's okay that you gave uh, the QED report. To Kathy, it's a great move. Oh, I don't care if she's 17, go to hell. Oh, I don't care, you know, this, and I'm going to get you into the school. Like, it just was, like, a nice change of pace. I could have very easily been, like, such an antagonistic source of, like, drama, and it wasn't. And I think a lot of it's because of just her general demeanor. Um, There's one other one I wanted to give a shout-out to. Um, Oh, I like, he's a really good character actor, John Getz. He's the guy that plays Gus. It's like he's just like the perfect slime ball. Perfect sleeve. Like he's yes. he's been in a lot of shit and he's always so good in it. Um so yeah, I want to make sure that he got uh got shouted out. But no, I get it. You're probably right. I mean, it's Christina Applegate. Without her, you know, she's the one playing off of all these different characters. Yeah. Um, and she's able to play an angsty 17-year-old and then convincingly be, you know, this confident career woman. Right, exactly. Um, and she does have a lot of really, really good, like, sarcastic offhand comments throughout the movie and yeah. stuff. So I mean, I really like her interactions with, like, David Duchovny's character and the bitch and everything. Like, I liked... <laughs> Carolyn. Carolyn, yeah, yeah. I liked those interactions and... Yeah. And, uh... Um, Let's oh, my, oh I, I forgot, uh, just because I'm looking at the cast here on IMDb, uh, want to give a shout out, gotta love also another trope of the 90s, the animated opening title sequences. Oh, yes! You know who did the voice of the animated Mrs. Sturak, the babysitter? Mm-hmm. Fucking Homer Simpson himself, Dan Castellaneta. There you go. You know, you gotta get, gotta get the money somewhere or another. Um, I mean, he's fine now, he makes like 
$50 million a year. Yeah. It's from reading for four days a year. Uh, Alright, so we did Christine Applegate. We gave shout-outs to all the positive stuff. I mean, other, like, people I would say are not LVP. Josh Charles is good. I kind of also like, he's different in that, he's like... before he's this jaded cop character that he always plays. You do not know who Josh Charles is. He's always, like, an attorney. He was on Sports Night. He was in The Good Wife. I honestly don't think I've ever seen Josh Charles as a police officer. Yeah. When he was on SWAT. What? He was in the movie SWAT. The movie SWAT? <laughs> He's predominantly a, uh, a film actor. He was also in uh, oh, Dead Poets Society. Josh Charles. Yeah, and he was on The Good Wife. The, that's what I just lawyer, said. I yeah. literally just said The Good Wife. I don't listen to what you say. I know. But he's, again, he's different. Like, he's, like, quirky. I could have done without, you know, like, their... That like, whole thing, I... I, I mean, it, you needed it. It wasn't bad, but those scenes are definitely, like, like the lowest point of the movies. But it's not because of him. Um, I, do, I do another thing that I really like from Keith Coogan is I just want to... Like, the look on his face throughout the entire clown dog stuff, whether he's, like, sadly being driven away in the clown dog car, looking... Yeah, he <laughs> at, was funny. Like, the clown dog car approaching as his ride. Like, all that stuff is very good. Um, but Josh Charles was fine. The mom is fine. Um, all of uh, Kenny's friends are good. I liked uh, uh, Teeth Dick and um, uh, Dog Piss. They're all, like, really good guys. Um, also a good uh, soundtrack as well. Oh yeah, a 90s soundtrack. It's a 90s soundtrack, man. There's a lot of really interesting choices, but it's still, they all still work. Um, alright, LVP. The rest of the kids, I don't think it's going to be any of the rest of the kids. I don't think so, but, you know, while we're talking about it, rest in peace, uh, Christopher Pettit. Pettit, who in this movie had a really bad drug problem. He's like, how would this kid have a really bad drug problem? He it was, was the 90s. He was 15 in the 90s as a child actor. That's horrible. He is actually dead. Rest in peace, please. He was also in Point Break. I don't remember him at all. But, um, he was also in Sequest. God, how many children that were on Sequest are dead? Him, Jonathan Landis. Uh, I'm scared to even look. Don't do it. Um, so yeah, so I mean, he was his subplot of you know being in love. You know, stupid. Uh, the kid from Rookie of the Year and Mr. Nanny. You know, he was he was the youngest. You know, kind of like the innocent one. Those sure. always get a pass for me. Yeah, yeah. Anybody that's happy to have a big ass bowl of crap, Captain Crunch is alright with me. Yeah. Um. Same thing with uh, the tomboy, Daniel Harris, who actually ended up being, like, like a very famous, like, scream queen. She was mm. in, like, all, like, the horror movies and stuff, you know. She was in, like, a lot of the Halloween movies. Okay. I think she was in Urban Legend as well. You know, they're all fine. They play their part. They're good. Good. Let's get back to adults. I think I know who you're leaning towards. Look, man. Couldn't get over her. Terrible acting and her horse face. I knew I was waiting for the low blow. I knew you were gonna make a comment I about her face. I knew you were gonna face. be waiting for it. 
Look, she wasn't a bad actress because she made you hate her. She was a good villain. Okay. Uh, Carolyn. Mm-hmm. Um, Jane Brooke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look, here's my point. Tell me all about David Duchovny. How in the fuck and did this guy not... have a career after this? Low... Some, someone should have watched this movie and been like, hey, can we black... Let's make up... The, like, let's say this guy did horrible things so we never have to see him at another audition ever again. His stupid, slicked back hair. <laughs> oh, yeah, and his, yeah. Like, his full head of hair. You're telling, in 1991! You're telling me I have low blows, but you're fine? He had such... Misdirected, uh, fucking swarm. This is only like the like. This is like his big obviously. Break. This was his hey, big big break. It's like all of David Duchovny's fucking lines. She's only seventeen, and at the end, when like justice is served, I need to get these things. Like he was trying to play. He made me almost hate the nineties. I and I've never liked him. I was never, the one thing that, like, my grandmother always watched when I was a child that I did not like was the X-Files. Like, everything else, even fucking Walker, Texas Ranger, and all, like, the PBS, like, Euro stuff, I always, like, had an affinity for, or, like, was able, like, oh, it's fine because my grandmother. X-Files fucking sucks. Saying it right now, hate the X-Files. Part of it is because of him. Because he just has, like, this anti-charisma. I hate him. And this movie highlighted why I hate him. Did you know he did a bunch of porn? No, he didn't. He was addicted to porn. porn. It's called The Red Shoe Diaries. Oh, yeah, that was like an HBO, uh, HBO yeah, or Cinemax. It's like it's porn. And it was just like, uh, he was, no, he's the presenter and host. Yeah, he was like the Rod Sterling of. <laughs> of I feel like it's all porn. It's not. It was like, it's like Cinemax porn. Look, that stuff got me through some times, all right? David Duchovny and you have something in common. He's very bad. Like, the moment he walks into the scene where he's like, uh, like, where's what's-her-name? Like, or whoever, like, Rose's, like, oldest system is supposed to be. He's just... Hey, 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 come on. Come on. Do you know who I am? I'm this guy. <laughs> Fuck, he's bad. He's so bad. That's why, like, I originally thought it was going to be Carolyn because she's such a bitch, but, like, that's her job. Like, she's supposed to be, like, a bitch, and she does a very good job at it. His was supposed to be, like, he's supposed to be, like, supporting dumbass, and instead he's, like, a bigger bitch (laughs) just because of his performance. (laughs) I love when you get so upset. I've been waiting, like, four days for this because he's just... (laughs) And then he told my fucking gag, too, when he drives up in the car. He's like, hey, Nosehound. I'm like, that's even a good fucking fake name for any of Kenny's friends. Here are five better names for Kenny's friends. Dick Sneeze. Penis Shoes. Uh, Fang. (laughs) Poop Breath. And fucking Slop Head. Those are much better than fucking Nosehound. Bullshit. Can I write his name down already? I'm vetoing whatever else you're gonna fucking say. Okay. 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 I hope David Coveney gets shot. <laughs> oh my god. God forbid, because now if it happens, they're going to think you did it. I might have. <laughs> I very well might have. Um, 
I've been waiting to do that. I've been waiting to do that for forty minutes. Wow. Because really, you really because really everybody else is fine. Like like, I knew it was just building up to this because I really didn't have a grievance with anybody else. I mean, it's a very good ensemble cast. It really is. Especially for a nineties movie, like yeah, everyone plays good. their everyone plays their part. Mm-hmm. Everyone has fun. Yeah, like I feel like I would have had so much fun if I was on this set. Fucking sh- shooting dishes with a shotgun. And making ice sculptures. and that is just They like had a pool this whole time? <laughs> I know, they had a pool the whole time. Like, why would you not... Like, I don't understand how you could go, especially in California where it's always sunny. Like, how could you let that happen to the pool and not use it all the time? Well, it was just a lazy... It was just like a, a very, very... Yeah, but I blame the mom. Yeah, she's a bad mom. What are you doing? You were discuss this. She's a bad mom, you know? If we ever had a pool, I'd make sure it was always operational. Because yeah. this is Florida, not Ohio, so we could use the pool all the time, 365 days a year. Mm-hmm. Instead of 3 to 6.5 days a year, <laughs> as it is in Ohio. There's some years my mom would literally do that, but we had an above-ground pool, because that's what it is. You don't go below ground. If you go below ground in Ohio, you've died. That's the only <laughs> thing that happens if... Really? You would think that you have basements in Ohio, you could go below ground. Here, you legit, when you go underground... When you, you go below water. ground in Ohio, yeah, you're still surrounded by walls. And it's to go get, like, to do your laundry or go find, like, a fucking bicycle in a box that you haven't needed for four years. Because <laughs> it's in storage in your basement. What would you know about it? Huh? We had a basement. You don't have bicycles. I had a Dallas Cowboys, like, three-wheeler that I got when I was, like, two years old. And the only reason I remember it is because I don't remember writing it. I just remember the box being in the basement, holding other shit. Because I never learned how to write it because I couldn't write it inside. And I wasn't going out in the, the mean streets of Akron to learn it anyway. So. In 1989. Mean streets of Akron. Yep. Oh, man. Anything else on Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's I Dead? Just, this movie just makes me happy. I could just have it on all the time. It's one of those... I wish it was on TV more. So it used to be all the time. It like, we were be, kids. That's why, I, like... I don't even think I had, like... You know how, like, uh, Rookie of the Year I was talking about, like... Oh, man, I remember this being, like, recorded on a VHS tape with this and everything. I don't think I ever even, like, had this recorded anywhere. It just was on so much that I could just watch it. And it's also great to, like, finally watch it, like, fully, like, unedited so I can, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I love when, like, he knocks up, like, the weed plant over, bringing it home, and he's just, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he told, and he's telling him to eat shit. Man, I really want to make a Keith Coogan, but I'm giving you Christina Applegate because I, I fought so hard for David the Company. Yeah, I think that's fair. And again, like, I feel like I hate Corey Feldman, but, like, Corey Feldman could have probably pulled that part off, like, halfway decent, you know what I mean? Like, Christina mm-hmm. Applegate was needed. Yeah. Also, like, you forget, like, A, she's, like, the a... queen of the 90s. Nah, the queen of the 90s, but, like, she's, like, a... She's still, like, a big star. Like, she still, like, gets it done. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, fucking Anchorman and... Yeah, I know. You know? Like... I, but, I mean, think about when she was on Married with Movies. Married with Movies. Yep. Christina Applegate, if you want to come on our Married with Movies... movies. Love and <laughs> movies. <laughs> Christina Applegate, when you're ready to come on our Married with Movies show, we will... Gladly have you. You can sit right here in my seat on the couch, and I will go to the Come other couch. Right here on my seat. Well, I'm still sitting, and she's not on my list. I, you know, she's. 1990s Christina Applegate is on my list. It's fair. <laughs> yeah, but um, no. When she was on Married with Children, I mean, that was great. She did some really great work. 
And she's not dumb by any means. No, no, no. She's, she's but she played she a good dumb, dumb character. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so your nomination. So I score it. Um. Again, these movies are always tricky because I have to. I have to find a cross section of. Oh, enjoyment. You have to, and you have to maintain your no. nobody. Nobody enjoyment versus technical prowess versus but versus you want to try to keep a. a I'm not keeping anything down. I You're love this movie. You're trying to because you like, want to try to impress people who already know how much you like terrible movies because you've said on this podcast how much you like terrible movies. So it's like I have Teen Wolf a 10, all right? Exactly. <laughs> I'm not trying to impress anybody, but like I'm going to give this movie I think the most appropriate score it could get. I'm going to give it a six and a half. What? That's a trap. I'm going to give it a six and a half. It's still very enjoyable. It's still good. I love it. It's just not... It's not anything, like, more serious than that. And that's fine. This movie is a, it's perfect at a six and a half. Well, I'm giving it an eight. Okay, that's fine. Because I think that this movie is better than a six and a half. And I think this movie's an eight. I mean, it just makes me laugh. It's great. I mean, are there problems with it? Of course. But do I love watching it? Could I watch it anytime it's on? Yes. Yeah, I'm the same way. I really enjoy it. So a 7.25 for No Time on the Babysitter Set. I think that is... I think that's good. Wonderful. I think that's good. There's no better. Um, Alright, so my ah! nomination. So uh, we've randomly drawn Spinal Tap out of the box. That'll be next week's episode. Uh, and every year, for Pod Slam, uh, I get the nomination. Oh, shit. That's right. Pod Slam started as a... Wrestling podcast marathon benefiting uh, Connor's Cure. Um, the event has kind of blossomed this year into not being all wrestling themed. Shows can you know kind of stick to their usual formatting, which is great. Um, but there's still a large wrestling block at the end of it, so I'm still going to do two wrestling movies here. And the past couple of years, I've picked things that weren't necessarily great. They kind of celebrated the cheesiness and the tongue in cheek of wrestling. I'm going to switch that up this year. I'm going to go with two legitimately really good wrestling movies that kind of delve into the... Okay. Not the the happiest part of wrestling, but wrestling nevertheless. So my nominations are The Wrestler and Beyond the Mat, the famous wrestling documentary. So I haven't seen Beyond the Mat, but I've seen The Wrestler. I like The Wrestler. Let's go with Beyond the Mat. Beyond the Mat? One I haven't seen. Cool. Very good. I'd like to do that. Let's do Beyond the Mat. I, I will always watch Beyond the Mat because it, as serious of a subject as it is, there are still plenty of very funny things about it that I just love that you'll, okay. you'll get to experience and see. So Beyond the Mat will be two weeks from now, our episode. Uh, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Merry Movies. We encourage you as always. We encourage you as always. We encourage you, as always, go to arcadeaudio.net for the podcast and all the other ones in our network of shows. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Rate and review us while you're there. Like we said at the top, patreon.com slash arcadeaudio for bonus content and to support the podcast. PodSam is coming up just a couple weeks away. Get your donations in. Buy your tickets. Um, spread the word. Shoot us an email, meritedmovies at gmail.com. And also follow us on social media, Twitter, Facebook. 
all that good stuff. Man, it's so crazy. We are, we are 75% done, basically. We're almost 75% done with the year. It's ridiculous. This year has flown by. Flown also, by. Also, looking at, like, I, we're both keeping better lists for this year's awards. Yeah. Um, this year's awards are going to be... It's been a really weird year. Very, very weird. <laughs> it's been very, a very weird year. Very weird year. Yeah. It's going to be an interesting uh, podcast that we do. Yeah. It really well, is. This is going to happen. We'll see. One thing's for sure. We'll probably be talking about David Duchovny then. I hope we don't have, like, Evolution or something like that. Or another movie he was in. I, I don't want to ever see him in anything ever again. No, I'm glad I was a nomination because you would have been like, oh, me extrapolating. Like, I always do with my nominations. Let me uh, think of actors. It's okay, actor. That's why I did this movie because you thought of the little stupid fucking Prince Valiant haircut kid from Rookie of the Year. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. So I mean, aren't you here, glad? Your picks here would have been, what the fuck would your picks even have been? Another Christina Applegate movie. But I like to do ones that are, like, more out there. So I probably would have done something that that bitchy girl was in. I don't know. Probably would have done Evolution. We own Evolution, don't we? No, we don't. Why not? Because. Oh, we're going to own Evolution. For Mullet. This is Mullet. Signing out for Married to the Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch. Slash the movies. I mean, I did just buy Like Mike the other day, so I guess I really I thought I told you not to buy Like Mike. Oh, no, I bought it. Fucking hate you. It's an inside. We have to wait for Andrew to watch it. It's an inside joke. Great, give it to him. No, I want it. Come on, lead me to the water. I believe in life's rich tapestry and all it gives to me. I believe in life's rich Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.